Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no words, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. Hey folks, welcome to the Mississippi Minute. And as I always preach, and preach often, as I do, if that makes any sense, visit Mississippi.org. will make sense to you. Check it out. Plan a weekend with your loved ones, your family, your friends. It's going to... It's going to be awesome. My guest today is a rock star filmmaker and a very cool one indeed. How gifted he is? Well, his first narrative feature film, Anywhere USA, won Sundance's special jury prize for a dramatic. Then there's his Born in Bristol. It's all a begins with a song last song to memphis you get my point i'm getting excited about this to name a few all critically acclaimed just smoking over the course of his career he's made over 150 long and short form pieces of film that's a lot of life lived and experienced and a lot of creativity flowing through those brains of his um, also, he deals at time to time with advertising and branded content. We'll get to that and more. His two kids, Perla and Lux, all successful in the business. And as they say, it's all in the family. So let's get to it right now with this wonderfully talented man in Juicy Jardine. What's up, Juicy? Hey, Steve. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I will, we'll explain to our folks how you and I have met. But uh, this show is all about uh, getting to know each other, which we're going to do uh, better today um first of all let's dig back a little bit of your past it says you're born in sure. venezuela but you speak so fluently american and you look american to me so <laughs> take me back to sort of growing up sure um i am the son of a, an american uh person from kansas an american man from kansas who went to venezuela uh 75 years ago and married a venezuelan woman and he uh-huh made Venezuela his home, and it wasn't until the regime uh, took over and they basically had to flee, uh, so they relocated to Houston, where I uh, have a brother living. But uh, I, I grew up in the in western Venezuela, western Venezuela, uh, in kind of what they call oil camps, where you have like little pockets of American communities integrating with Venezuelan communities. So I, I grew up kind of, for all intents and purposes, in a split personality um home where uh, I would speak Spanish all day and then I would speak English with my uh, dad at night. So that's why I 
I sound American, and I, I look American because I am, in fact, American. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we are. You know, with my background as well, folks will ask at times, are you Cajun? Are you this? Are you that? I said, listen, yeah. I'm American. My late 1800s, I mean, what's it take to be an American? So it's always an interesting conversation. But I like being the one to ask the question rather than being asked. So, uh, so yeah. obviously, that's part of who you are and your makeup and your bio. Can you elaborate a little bit more on, on that? Because... I'm trying to understand, you mentioned sort of a camp. What are you talking about growing up? So, yeah, so so basically the uh, American oil companies and the international oil companies, uh, in the I guess in the early 20s, uh, Standard Oil New Jersey came down into South America, to Venezuela, where there's a lot of oil. And they set up kind of like these small... Uh, neighborhoods with uh, self-sufficient schools and small clinics to service the folks that they were bringing in from the States to work in the oil fields. Mm-hmm. And so my dad came down uh, and, and to work in this environment. And these were kind of like communities, little t- tiny towns where everybody knew each other. So uh, we grew up in an environment that was semi-American, so to speak, because I'll, obviously I cultivated... Uh, the Venezuelan part of me, because my, all my family, my mom's uh, side of the family is all there in Venezuela. But it was really interesting because we would um, we'd get together and, uh, you know, one night uh, we'd be listening to uh, Johnny Cash or uh, whatever was hot at the time. And then suddenly uh, I'm listening to Simon Diaz, uh, mm-hmm. a totally complete 180 in, in culture and execution. So uh, that's the way we, a lot of us grew up. Um, and and from there, uh, ultimately, it opened opened up doors to live uh, a, a life that is really interesting because you kind of like uh, I recently read that if you speak another language, you were raised another language, you ultimately start thinking differently. And uh, and for example, I I cuss and feel in Spanish, but I think in English. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> But, uh, that means you get to get away with it in front of me. <laughs> absolutely. And I use that as an excuse all the time in front of clients. You're going to have to please forgive me here. I'm already <laughs> scared of you. Of I'm already scared right now. <laughs> so there you go. Well, let me ask you this. Um, you bring up sort of growing up there, Standard Oil, but back yeah. in those days and and yeah. and sort of living in this specific area as a kid did you have a lot to do because i'm trying to get to the creative aspects of your mind what were you like as a student i'm trying to compare you to me and a lot of my our friends that we both have that have spent yeah. our lives being uh, imaginative and creative and uh and and sort of daydreamers probably a lot in school uh so sure. what was it like for you growing up and maybe any challenges you might have had Absolutely. focusing yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I had a I had difficulty academically. Um, I um, now as as, a, as an adult, um, I've been diagnosed with ADD. Uh, I have severe eye issues um, that were just not not addressed when I was younger because nobody had a a word for ADD uh, or uh, you know at the time they weren't really taking. Um, sophisticated visual tests. So anyway, I, I grew up in the in this environment where um, a lot of times I just my mind was elsewhere. And uh, I did something really interesting uh, when I was uh, around eight. Um, these camps that I was talking to you about 
were fenced with these chain link fences that were, I'm going to guess, 20 feet high. And to get into these camps, there was a guard uh, and there was a guardrail and uh, they'd let you through uh, if you had your ID or whatever uh, from the oil company. And um, I lived in a separate camp that housed a lot of non-Americans, uh, people who had commingled with Venezuelans. And so I lived in this really interesting environment where you have people from Panama, from Nicaragua, and then Russia. I mean, it was this crazy camp of, of all sorts of personalities. But I remember as a kid uh, taking some, uh, going to my dad's toolbox and taking some pliers and cutting kind of a little trap door into the fence um, hmm. that uh, led to some oil derricks uh, and some, uh, and we, we lived on the edge of a, of, a, of a lake. It's called Lake Maracaibo. And um, I opened this uh, chain link fence and I would then kind of escape and play with the kids uh, who were basically indigent, who lived in, in, in tin huts. There, was not, there weren't even walls and just hammocks and they made do with whatever they had. And I kind of found this affection and connection to this idea of people who are trying to make do with what they have. And more often than not, than not I found them to be happier <laughs> than, <laughs> than the families that I, I was uh, with. And so then I did something crazy. I would invite all the uh, American kids kind of come through my portal and through the fence and integrate with these kids who were making up games, you know, from, uh, let's not call it ghetto, but, you know, the, it was basically a ghetto. Um, uh, to integrate with these kids and play along with them and have the ability to imagine without uh, having much around you. And um, I think that creates flight of fancy that is um, it's analog, you know, it, yeah. it's magical. It's so, so it foments, it, it breeds kind of a magical thinking. Um, uh, and especially for me, growing up in kind of like in this <clears throat> dual world of English and Spanish, um, you know, and I remember just feeling really proud that, that these American kids, uh, and I, I was one of them, of course, Venezuelan-American, um, were finding joy in the people that were my blood and at the same time also didn't need, you know, Mattel games or, you know, I'm going to age myself, but, you know, Tong, was that what they call the little <laughs> thing, that little electronic ping-pong game where you look at a little blip. Against, I remember, you know, blip, I can blip, hear the blip. sound of that thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, insofar in as how I informed um, who, who I am creatively, um, I think it's it was a fundamental part of that upbringing of being in two cultures, which allows you to, to have an amazing amount of empathy because yeah. uh, you see things Beautiful. from two sides of the angle and then also this idea that you can you you can run free and appreciate what you have and not want to desire what everybody else has because yeah. you've seen um what is that famous thing in the bible i cried because i had no shoes until i met a man with no feet yeah. um yeah. it's like yeah. you start to have this amazing amount of empathy and i think that informed you know if, if anything if you look at all my work once i i matured as an artist uh it became about you know how, how can my heart speak to you because I, often, more often than not, I think that the, the, obviously the brain is a very abundant organ, but it's sometimes way dumber than the heart. And um, I think wow. that's where, I think that's the answer to your question. Well, that's an incredible answer. And that leads me to something which we're going to get to in the next segment. My guest today is Chusey Jardine, incredible filmmaker. He goes deep. Speaking of going deep, oh yes, football season. Go to visit Mississippi.org. Discover Mississippi. While you head to your next Friday night or Saturday football game in Mississippi. We'll be right back. 
In Mississippi, fall means cooler temperatures, football, and hunting season. It also means amazing rebates from Browning Safe Company. But not just any rebate. Triple rebates. Security Joe with Discount Gun Safe says it's time to save big now on a new Browning Safe for your home or office. From now till the end of September, purchase a new in-stock Browning Safe and receive a rebate for $150, $225, or $300. That's triple the savings on Mississippi's number one choice of gun safes. Just think of what you can do with that extra money. Come visit the showroom of Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, and browse from over 200 safes. Planning on building a safe room in your next dream house? Check out the Browning Fire-Rated and FEMA-approved vault door on display at Discount Gun Safe. If you need your new safe delivered and installed, their licensed and discreet delivery can do it for as little as $100. That's Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. People say things change, but in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world, the Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. We're in cold water and we're in... Visit Mississippi.org. Should I sing it to you? I will. Uh, I should write a song about that because I do believe in it greatly. Obviously, the movie Elvis is out right now. It's big. If you've ever been to Tupelo, Mississippi, you definitely need to check out Elvis's birthplace. Uh, my guest today, award-winning filmmaker Juicy Jardine, is uh, here's my take on your work that I've just gotten to explore. There is a heaviness, a thickness, if I could say, a depth, tons of substance which i totally respect and i see that in you as a person a father to me it absolutely leaks out like oil out of my 1990 jaguar <laughs> which is 
another story. But seriously, I see a lot of who you are as a person that comes out in your work. You've been influenced by so many uh, happenings uh, that, that came upon you during your life from a child to now. When did filmmaking start to matter uh, as a profession? Uh, sure. Let's see. Um, I guess uh, I'll just give you a quick anecdote. Uh, I was uh, living in Jacksonville, Florida, or actually Atlantic Beach, Florida. It's a, it's a beach town in Jacksonville. And I was working as a bag boy. And as a, um, I worked kind of in a, the equivalent of a blockbuster uh, down there at the beach. And um, I was just trying to figure out what to do with my life. Uh, I had just come back from working in England. I, I said, this is not for me, this type of world. Um, so I was just seeking respite, ended up there because I had some friends there. And uh, I went to a, um, a piano bar slash restaurant uh, to have a beer. And I, I saw these, these guys, uh, I, think, I think it was a trio, bass, quartet, sorry, bass, sorry, bass, piano, guitar. And um, it was pretty remarkable. And the piano player t uh, specifically grabbed my attention. And he was about 85 or so. And I just, I watched him play, I heard him play, and, um, and I was mesmerized. And, and somehow he touched my heart. And at the end of the thing, uh, at the end of their, their set, I came up to him and I said, sir, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say this, but I think I've fallen in love with you. <laughs> he, started, he started giggling. He goes, what do you mean? I go, well, I mean, this piano playing is incredible. And I go, tell me about uh, how, how you got involved uh, with the piano. It's kind of like the same question you just asked me. And he goes, well, I was a janitor all my life, and I, I've only been playing uh, piano for five years and I go what he goes yeah he goes I figured you know um, the piano something that I always wanted to do it, it eventually found me I didn't find it and uh, I think I feel the same I, I wasn't really looking to make films um, I just uh, found, I, I knew that I had a lot in my heart to say and I couldn't find the right medium to, to, to do it in so I just picked up a camera and I just started filming Super 8 stuff and then um, one thing led to another, and I, in, in, I was baptized in one day to be, uh, I got an assignment from an ad agency to do some fashion commercials. And uh, I'd never really shot anything. I just uh, wrote these commercials, and uh, I rented a camera. Oh, I, I wrote some commercials. Got it, they got approved, and I went to the National Public Library in, in, in Caracas, in Venezuela, Got a book uh, from Kodak on how to develop, uh, how to expose film Come on a 35 millimeter. No, cinema. that did yeah, not happen 30, this way. 35, oh yeah, I did 35 <laughs> millimeter cinema camera, and I read about how to do it. I rented the camera, and uh, I cast. I didn't know. I didn't know any better. But I cast these these uh, cinema commercials at the mall, and I said, "Hey, you want to be in a film?" And um, <laughs> and then and they went on to win every prize. Uh, I became kind of a celebrity in Venezuela. I, I was being interviewed in, in, uh, in the newspapers about, uh, you know, breaking barriers. And um, it was just an, an interesting baptism by fire. And then by, by, that, by, by, I don't know, hook or crook, I decided, that, well, maybe I can go higher than just doing stuff in Venezuela. And I eventually um, I got into a film school called the American Film Institute. And yeah. by then, uh, I had I'd been accepted to almost every big film school in the, in the country 
but I went there because I'd fallen in love with the work of um, David Lynch, who was this uh, yeah. amazing filmmaker. Um, and um, there was word that he would be my mentor. Wow. And uh, and so I accepted. I went. I had a really interesting experience. <clears throat> I ended up making a, a film. My student film starred. I mean, think about it. This is my student film. And um, I wrote a small script, and I sent it around to some agents. And I got Tim Roth, who was in Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. Uh, I mean, and from then on, he's he's just been on so many things. Amanda Plummer, who at the time had won a Tony Award, but her father was Christopher Plummer, sure. the guy, the father in the uh, Sound of Music. Yeah, uh, awesome. But she, in her own right, had won a Tony Award, and she was in a movie called F Fisher King with Robin Williams. She was amazing in that. Um, and then uh, a guy called Ray Wise, who everybody knew from the TV series Twin Peaks, uh, as Laura Palmer's father. And I, um, I got these guys to work on this crazy little student film uh, for pizza. <laughs> and they, um, they did that, and, uh, and the rest is history. I said, okay, I'm, a, I'm an officially baptized uh, filmmaker. And uh, so I just pursued uh, making films. There you go. That's the story. The the magic. First of all, uh, I don't know what it is about you and first times. I just want you to know that that's pretty amazing. I, I've got a couple friends, uh, groups who their first endeavors were right out the box. It just worked. Um, I think yeah. that's sort of the magic. I'm still going to go back to your growing up. I think it was so important that you cut that hole in that fence and saw the other side and you understood the difference and you saw happiness. I think that's so cool. Also, you know, you've been in a creative room. I don't care who's in the room. You better fall in love. When you're making a record, you better fall in love. You better fall in love while you're making a movie. I mean, it's this process of knowing that there, there was this vulnerability that, and these walls that just weren't there. You gotta be vulnerable. And so- That's that, real. Right? There's no doubt. Yeah, no, I think that's really astute. And I also wanted to bring back one thing you said that was very interesting. I think, I mean, uh, I can't, you know, obviously you're an artist, you know this, but, uh, like, I know a lot of filmmakers, a lot of very accomplished filmmakers, Oscar winners, unbelievably brilliant people. And without exception, uh, I gravitate towards the auteurs. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is one of them, uh, he's a friend. And ultimately, it is without exception that I notice that the films, are just like their filmmakers. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, if you take uh, Tarantino, Tarantino's an encyclopedia of film, but he's also very inventive and an, an imaginative thinker, and he's brilliant. And he has, I think, total recall. He can, he can walk you through a film frame by frame that he's wow. seen uh, 30 years ago. Frame by frame. I mean, yeah. it's insane. So it starts with a wide shot, then we cut to a uh, close-up, uh, then Orson Welles is there, and you're like, what? Uh, and he also has a, a little bit of uh, irony, and he's bombastic, and he's also kind of like, uh, you know, at the time I met him, you know, there, there was never any talk of, of, of femininity. You know, like I have a highly developed feminine character in my life, meaning like, you know, I'm not afraid of a feeling, so to speak. And 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 then uh, it was just very interesting to notice as as I went through my career, and I and I accompanied my children on some of their shoots. Um, and meeting these amazing directors, wow, uh, this theory took place. Like, for sure, the, the filmmaker and the film are almost indistingu indistinguishable if you look closely enough. 
There's so, no doubt. There's I no doubt. I want to commend you. I want to commend you for that. <laughs> for, for that observation. <laughs> I'm glowing right so, now. Uh, and speaking of glowing, <laughs> visit Mississippi.org. We'll have you glowing. Check it out. Uh, Choosy, have you ever been to Mississippi? I have. I have. And um, uh, I went to Oxford, and it was okay, good. amazing. And good. and uh, and I have a really interest. I mean, you know, Mississippi is a is an interesting uh, state for me in the sense that uh, I made a film called Born in Bristol, which kind of uh, gave flight to my love for the genre. Uh, and I met a guy called Carl Jackson, who is um, yeah. a really accomplished. I, th- I think he was like Glenn Campbell's uh, music director, but a, like an amazing musician yeah. in his own right. I mean, do you know Carl? Well, ran across at time to time, but obviously know who yeah. he is for sure. Of yeah. course. So, I mean, you know, so uh, it all started with uh, we were doing an interview for the film and, uh, and uh, for Born in Bristol and the producers. Uh, came back to me screaming, saying, like, you know, why would you let him wear this uh, Mississippi hat on his head? I go, you know, he, he said, uh, to, I think, I can't paraphrase Carl. Uh, he has such a unique way of saying things, but uh, he says, this is who I am. So the hat comes with me. <laughs> it, goes, it goes glued to my head. I love Mississippi it. Mississippi is me. I so love it, was, it. That's cool. I, I love that kind of allegiance to the, the place that yeah. that, uh, that born it, bore him. And so it's really, yeah. Visit Mississippi.org is it. Check it out. Chusey Jardine is my guest today. Incredible filmmaker, award-winning filmmaker at Sundance, etc. Go to visit Mississippi.org. There are more awards won in this state. Grammy-wise, go check out the Grammy Museum in Cleveland, Mississippi, where I used to play golf, and it just showed up. And man, did it ever. Uh, Just awesome. If you have not been to an experience, take your students there. I'm Steve Azar. We'll be right back. Looking for Mississippi news online can be kind of frustrating. This is news from Mississippi. County? Missouri? Your Mississippi news. On air. And online. Supertalk.fm. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 88. Tonight, clear skies, low around 66. Your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 93. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 70. And a look to Sunday, mostly sunny conditions with a slight chance of rain, high near 91. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Don't just get a job, get a career with great salary and benefits. The Mississippi Department of Corrections has just increased your salary by 10%. If you qualify, you can be a corporal, sergeant, captain, or major, with base salaries ranging from over $36,000 to over $47,000. Add to that retirement medical benefit packages up to $17,000 more, all with paid-on-the-job training not far from where you live. Visit MDOCMS.gov to apply today. That's MDOC.MS.gov. 
I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from experience. Believe me, you need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. I'm Caleb Saylors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Now that the Biden administration is encouraging Americans to make the switch from gas vehicles to electric ones, Senator Roger Wicker is questioning the sustainability of this transition. All of this um, uh, move uh, to electric vehicles is not going to work. We cannot sustain this. Wicker also argues that the United States has an abundance of natural resources and fossil fuels at its disposal. We are awash in this country in natural gas, and all we have to do is open up the production and send a signal to to the people in that business that we're in it for the long haul, and and we'll be just fine. We didn't realize a decade ago uh, how well off we are in North America. Senator Wicker believes that the United States has enough natural resources to supply itself as well as the rest of the world. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Every day, be sure to catch the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, greatness starts with the 2023 Ford F-150. Winning requires the right game plan, like the impressive towing and payload you will only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 45 years straight. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com for details. And don't miss the college football fix. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Look, if you want to celebrate Mississippi, visit Mississippi.org. We'll uh, help you get there. Check it out. My guest today, Chusey Jardine, award-winning filmmaker. Uh, just really great guy, great history. Uh, sort of grew up in two different worlds, and it's been a blast to get to know him on today's show. Like so many of my guests. You remind me of my Uncle Joe and all these people that have been caregivers and doctors, and that's who you are. But with our two other two, the bookends, very, very creative in nature. Um, and one one attracted to the kitchen in that art form, and the other one attracted yeah. behind the camera and was hanging out cars and shooting uh, music videos in Nashville when he was 13. I mean, it was crazy. All my friends taking him. He said, we had him hanging out the car. You know, and I'm like, well, y'all going to kill my son? What are you doing? And then he'd make films with my the middle son, who's actually in his movie, believe it or not. He's actually a pretty good actor. But um, he would make movies in the backyard, and he would kill. My middle son's name is Adrian. He died in every film. So I said, I can't believe my son. I've watched my son die a hundred times already. It's an awful <laughs> feeling. But but they would do it in tongue-in-cheek and all that, you know, and sure. in this quest of chasing passion. I'm getting to a, a point here. You know this career and this love that you have for it, and you know the beginning of it, and you know the challenges. So as your kids yep. started to grow up, was there any persistence, or was it, let's go? Um, I think I think basically it was, uh, uh, you know, as a parent, uh, when you make films, you have to travel a lot. Uh, when you're doing assignments, you're, you're gone weeks at a time, and I, I you don't want to miss, their childhood so i kind of put my daughter in a commercial uh that i was making which is a test thing and the clients went crazy and um and so she just naturally all of a sudden she's doing kill bill when she's four and then spider-man and then and so on and so on uh, but it was really the impetus here was really to to have them around and and to to experienced life together and we had a were so remarkable i mean by the time my kids were eight they had been to sweden uh uh england uh venezuela brazil i mean all over on projects accompanying me and working i mean and <laughs> i mean my daughter was in a film i had made uh, when she was eight and uh it was uh, anywhere usa and Tarantino broke ranks and said, "Oh my God! I, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I discovered her." And screamed <laughs> at, the, at, at the end of the screening. So for me, it was more like I just wanted to spend time with them. I didn't want to be the dad, you know, touring or, or and then having uh, a weekend here and there. I wanted to just live, live and breathe with them. Um, I love that. What I was doing, and then ultimately. Um, you know, I, there was a kind of a, a period where I kind of homeschooled them in a really different way. Um, I would 
uh, my kids will kill me, but I used to do these kind of like 10-year epitaphs. Uh, these, uh, we would draw like little uh, tombstones, and, and I'd, I'd say, hey, here's, here's my name. Cusa Jardine, and I would say, uh, and I'd say, in in uh, from my birth date and ten years later, I'd say, well, Cusi was born in Venezuela. And I would do kind of like, a, like my own eulogy, and I'd eulogize myself in ten year segments uh, until I got to my present uh, date, and then I started writing eulogies for myself ten years after that, and ten years after that, oh so that I could start creating uh, a vision for whom I wanted to be and what virtues I wanted to end up with and what I wanted to be remembered for. And, um, and I think what that did for my kids is simply say, you know, time here is precious. Mm -hmm. uh, do what you can. Serve others, if possible, uh, to use your superpowers for good. Wow. Um, I, I know my, my, da my daughter wouldn't be mad if I mentioned that, you know, she turned down a TV series because she thought it was... It wouldn't do any good for people. Wow, um, I love that. So, you know, sometimes you can feel like you don't have a choice and you just need to take the gig. But in your family's case, they, the nut doesn't fall far from the tree, that's for sure. Also says a lot about the impact that you've made on her life directly, which I still tell you, I can see you as that kid right now. I'm telling you. <laughs> Where you grew up, I really can. It's very that's vivid awesome. right now, and, and I still think it all goes back to that time. Uh, for me, there's a time behind my dad's liquor store, Eugene Powell. A lot of my listeners know this story. I fell absolutely in love with him, just like you did with the piano player. I desired making music right then. Um, I didn't understand what he was talking about, but there was he had nothing, which I didn't understand, which I didn't notice, by the way. Of course, you're a kid. You don't notice that. And right. but as I grew older, I realized it and I go, how could he have been so happy? You know, but he spread that happiness through my body and through my being and made me race home to write my first song. That's what happened. And I was wow. 10 or 11. I shouldn't have understood that looking back, but the, he, you, you know, you can make an impact on anybody at any age. Uh, and he did certainly for me. Um, so thus something in the water was behind my dad's liquor store. Now it may have been a different kind of water. <laughs> they were all drinking, <laughs> but, but that's part of the deal. Um, uh, so, Chusey, let me let me ask you um, this movie, you know, the one that you're talking, you know, Sundance is this award that you win yeah. on your first narrative feature film. Yeah. Explain what narrative is for our listeners, first sure, of all, sure. and, and then tell me about that success behind Anywhere USA. Sure. Um, so narrative means that it's uh, a, a fictional story. Uh, it's the non-narrative is documentary, as simple as that. So the, the film is all fiction. Um, now, uh, with regards to that film, um, I knew that I wanted to make a film. Uh, I wasn't sure how to make one. Even though I'd been to film school, uh, we'd done short-form films, but uh, not, I wasn't sure what sort of film I wanted to make. And um, so I started to think about uh, making kind of what they call a, a portmanteau film, which is a fancy French for a uh, coat rack, where you hang many different themes and stories in one. And typically there's like three films, three little stories in one film. So I decided to make that sort of film. And, um, and the premise, and, and I, now that you're, you're talking about it, um, the premise of making the film was to try to use people from the streets of Asheville, North Carolina, where I was living, 
and uh, non-professional actors and just use what was available to me. Not unlike that experience uh, that I had when I opened the chain link portal to the world of joy where people were making do with what they had. Yeah. And so I said, can you fashion a film with what you have available rather than like reaching for the stars and trying to get millions of dollars of finance? What if you could show Hollywood? What if you could show uh, people around you that you don't need that, that you can do great things uh, provided you have the ingenuity and the wherewithal and, and the passion and hunger? So I, I basically would cast from... Applebee's, you know, from uh, abattoirs, uh, strip joints, uh, malls. I just come up to people and say, hey, um, we're making this movie, and uh, I think you'd be great at it. And we cast most of our, uh, our, our entire, you know, casting role, roles from that sort of uh, attitude. So, uh, you know, convenience stores, you name it. Yeah, uh, so ultimately, we made this film, and it goes to Sundance, and uh, I, I guess I had the last laugh because uh, William Morris decided to sign uh, three of my uh, talents. One of them was Come a homeless on. guy. <laughs> yeah, one of, them, one of them was a homeless guy that, that parked uh, his van in front of my uh, office, and it was causing a lot of distress. So I just invited him to work as a production assistant in my film. I said, this guy is really interesting, and I put him uh, to start with my daughter in one of the segments of the story. And then uh, another was a guy who's three foot four, uh, who who is now kind of a comedian, um, little guy. And then uh, and then a, a, a hippie uh, carpenter who showed up to work at my house with uh, no shoes, no shirt, cut off shirts, shorts, and kind of like this leather hippie hat, and he looked like a blonde Jesus. It was hilarious, and. Um, you know, suddenly uh, we're there at, at Sundance with a film that was made completely locally uh, with no real professional talent and showing it the biggest, uh, basically it's the Super Bowl of independent cinema. Yeah, of when course. you're screening, you know, in front of 7,000 It is the Super Bowl. People. There's no doubt of independent yeah. films. There's no doubt. As we explore in a Mississippi Minute, we'll take a break. And visit Mississippi.org will allow you all the tools for exploration you'll ever need. I'm Steve Azar. With Juicy Jardine, don't go nowhere. Hey folks, Steve Azar here, and my friends at Guarantee Bank are most certainly giving you reasons to celebrate. You made a great move when you opened your Guarantee Bank account. All you got to do now is let your fingers do the walking. From online banking, mobile banking, debit cards, mobile deposit, e-statements, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, and Google Pay. It's all right there. And don't forget to refer friends and family to Guarantee Bank, and you'll both receive $50. Thanks for doing business with my friends at Guarantee Bank. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Super Talk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Super Talk Mississippi. 
I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture, inviting you to the 163rd Mississippi State Fair in Jackson, October 6th through 16th. Enjoy a variety of fun-filled family entertainment free with your fair admission. Returning to the fair is the Extreme Bull Riding Fall Nationals and the Tri-State Rodeo, October 8th and 9th. Buy your tickets today at Ticketmaster.com or stop by the Coliseum box office. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for more information. Come on out to the Mississippi State Fair, October 6th through 16th. I'll see you at the fairgrounds. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 20 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what what if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. What are the best-dressed homes wearing this fall? Miss Kelly's Furniture. Cozy up to the latest styles, from classic to contemporary and everything in between. Dress up your home and save as much as $300 and spread your payments out over five years with no money down. Play with patterns, add some drama, or just some finishing touches. With $300 off and five years special financing, updating for fall isn't just easy, it's so much fun. Happy fall, y'all, from Miss Kelly's. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's original, Cajun, and garlic and green onion sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Get in the swing of things at the Sanderson Farms Championship, Mississippi's main course. Join us September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson for Mississippi's PGA Tour events and swing into everything the Sanderson Farms Championship has to offer. Play, party, eat, and give. All proceeds go to charities across Mississippi, including Children's of Mississippi. So get in the swing. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for your tickets today. 
Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Steve Azar, barreling through a Mississippi Minute. Hope you guys are driving safe if you're in your cars or your work and you're listening to me and Chusey Jardine, my guest today, rather than focusing on work. Well, that was a lot like we were in school, so it's all right. It'll work out. Visit Mississippi.org. That's what it's all about. I, I can tell you this. Here's what I wanted to say a minute ago. Our daughter, every once in a while, I'll notice her having her phone set a separate way, like she's aiming them at us, but she's talking to us like we don't see it. And next thing you know, we're on TikTok. I mean, I just don't understand it. And I'm going like, <laughs> are you filming me? And she goes, oh, no. You know, I'm going like, man, I swear. But uh, well, so what's the plan for you now? You know, as you look ahead, I know that you're working on a CMA project as well right now. I know that you love music. You know, you're, I'm looking at all the titles of a lot of your films and, and last yeah. song in, to Memphis. Um, I've got a song, by the way, called with, uh, that I wrote with James House that on one of my records called Come On Back to Memphis. Uh, and it's, but it all begins with a song, Born in Bristol. We're talking music. It, yeah. Does it go back to that piano guy with you? Um, I've always loved music, and as I as I left, you know, the, the the confines of my home, I started to travel the world, and I started falling in love with all sorts of music, music that you know people would consider weird or esoteric. Um, and then I uh, ultimately, I just I just love music, and you know, the the reputation that country music had. Um, was interesting in in because I lived I've lived a lot outside of the country, um, you know. But for the most part, it was it was considered kind of like lesser than or uh, you know music for simple people. And um, ultimately, when I when I really started listening to the genre and went back to the roots, um, I, I started to understand how magical. Uh, American music, country music, uh, you know, bluegrass, and so on, and so on. It was, it was just a really interesting, um, you know, to me, there's a reason it's a global phenomenon because the music tells stories and yeah. can connect in a way that's intimate, and they can see themselves. And I think there's more. I think there's more powerful to that than some sort of like uh, this. I call it bubble gum for the eyes and ears. You know, you listen to it. You chew it. It's nice and sweet, but like three minutes later, you forgot it. <laughs> That's um, why these, you know, these one minute, thirty second, one minute TikTok things work because it's candy a lot of times. Yeah, it's candy. Yeah, and people candy. just need the break. You know, yeah. life can be yeah. heavy for most of us. You know, if not all yeah. of us at times, and more so, because I feel like we're always on this constant journey of turns, and crossroads, whether big or small. Um, but they all lead to these important moments. And, and when you care, when you're a compassion per, compassionate person, you're not the ones that lack empathy, that you, you know, you know, you're one of those people that do care about people uh, and and taking care of people and, and a caregiver, et cetera. You got a family. Man, I think sometimes that is the answer of just needing a mental break from anything Absolutely. that reminds you of what you're going through. Right. Absolutely. 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 Well, here's yeah. So that that passion that passion was born. I think early on in my life. I just, I mean, you know, it, it makes you shake your booty, or it makes you go, huh, or feel, or tap your toes. <laughs> yeah. But ultimately, um, yeah, you know, I taught myself. You know, I'm, I'm an older dude now, but I taught myself. 
how to play the guitar, how to play the piano, how to play the cello, how to play the trumpet. And um, so kind of I'm a self-taught, uh, you know, hobby musician. But I will say, and I think I told you, uh, a lot of guys that work on my crew are, you know, uh, they have gigantic Spotify following and um, there's just a lot of music in, in, uh, in my crew. And uh, I think our, our greatest accomplishment as a crew is not uh, winning awards at Cannes or, or uh, Cleo's or Sundance. It's, uh, it's playing at a Holiday Inn a bar and making 168 bucks once. We were yeah, very yeah. excited to, yeah. <laughs> to get I a tip jar and get that sort of money recognizing our playing. So yeah, that's I like it. A, I love music. And, and you know, that, that led me back to kind of like, um, you know, how we connected, um, ultimately, uh, and I don't know if you want to get into this now, but, um, well, you know, how, how we ultimately connected. Yeah. But, you reached um, out to me and I, and it meant the world and, uh, and there's, we'll, we'll save it for the next show once we do it. And then okay. we'll do a whole show on the experience of why you shouldn't have had me do that. Okay. I spoke, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let, I'm going to let everybody, uh, you're going to get to know me beyond, uh, uh, what you've ever wanted to get to know me like. So especially, uh, if I have to learn lines. So folks just get ready. I'm not, we're going to, we spilt a little of the beans, but you're not getting all the red beans and rice until it's done. I can tell you. Hey, Juicy Ch Jardine, incredible guest today. Juicy, I can't thank you enough for taking a Mississippi minute with me. Um, just really, really love your story. And if you don't make a movie, an entire movie about that little hole in the fence where life changed and people came together, unity, it's what we need now. I think that if you just focus in a little bit on that, you'll find a, a feature film times three on steroids. So I just want you to go do that for me. And um, <laughs> blessings to you and your, your family. And uh, I look forward to working with you soon. Thank you, Steve. It was my pleasure. And I, I appreciate you. Visit Mississippi.org. As, as Chusey said, he's been to Oxford, and he loved it. You ought to check it out. I'm Steve Azar. You're no longer in a Mississippi Minute later on. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Looking for Mississippi news online can be kind of frustrating. This is news from Mississippi. County? Missouri. Your Mississippi News. On air. And online. Supertalk.fm. A Supertalk Mississippi Media Production.